And now, a presentation on the Mental Health News Radio Network. The Outer Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show. Ryan, that is a freaking awesome question. Yeah, great question. You are the problem. And you do not need anybody's permission. Great question. You're, you're a great interviewer. You're one of the best. That is literally a brilliant question. If this is the best God can do, I am not impressed. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Outer Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show. OuterLimitsRadio.com. I'm your host, Ryan. We have an exceptional guest for you this evening, a person who is a journalist We've actually, I think we referenced her article several times, but this is only the second time she's been on our show. But before we begin, I just wanted to let you know that now is the holiday season. People are out having a good time. You're probably a lot more popular than me. I know that we have a lot of cool listeners on our show. And this Friday on the Winter Solstice, we are going to air a very special program. We're going to air a program featuring the listeners of the Outer Limits of Inner Truth. I am so humbled by the people that we have listening to our program. They're, they're way more advanced than I am, so I can't wait to put that together and air that. But holiday season coming up. If you are as unpopular as me, you need a competitive advantage when you go to holiday parties. And I found it, and I want to share it with you. Make jello shots. Every time I go to a Christmas or New Year's Eve party, I walk in with five or six trays of Jello shots. You just put Jello in a paper cup and you fill it up with vodka, and you will get people so whacked out of the tree, and they will love you. At least they like me, and I got a face that would just make you know Satan cringe. So that's working. I think that's one way to do it. Also, if you want to develop a quick relationship with people, point out things in their house and about them. And compliment them on those things, especially things that they probably don't get complimented about. People, when they when they come to you, come to their house, they're very detail-oriented, so I would definitely point out some things about that. And let us begin tonight's program. Joining us now is Miss Roseanne Lindsay, naturopath, certified by the American Naturopathic Medical Certification Board. She's also a tribal healer with the Turtle Island Provider Network. Ms. Lindsay is also a writer, speaker, and author of the book, The Nature of Healing, Heal the Body, Heal the Planet, and she's also president of the National Health Freedom Coalition. You can learn more about Ms. Lindsay by going to her website at natureofhealing.org. Ms. Lindsay, welcome back to the program. It's a great honor to have you with us. Oh, thank you so much, Ryan. It's a great honor to be here. Thank you. As I was saying before we started, Ms. Lindsay writes an incredible amount of articles. I usually see her articles on Activist Post or I go to her website. And it was like, you have such a wide range of, of articles. They're very fascinating. They talk about all different types of things. So we're going to touch base on them. And one of the first ones I would like to discuss with you is weaponizing frequencies, the coming tidal wave. So everyone's talking about, oh, you know, we've got these 5G networks and all this other stuff. But apparently... There is a darker side to this 5G network. See, can you please talk about uh, how these frequencies like 5G are being weaponized or could be weaponized? 
Well, these frequencies are already used and approved by the U.S. Army as crowd-controlled dispersal weaponry, and it's called active denial systems. So I don't see how Congress would not approve something like this to be rolled out, which would be rolled out on basically every street in the U.S. and every two to ten houses in in a typical residential development. And they're going to be up on the poles, so you won't necessarily see them at eye level, but these frequencies can do pretty – a lot of harm to the body, and not only that, I mean, they will talk about, a lot of medical doctors and scientists will talk about the list of physical effects, including DNA mutations, mitochondrial damage, Uh, tumors and cancers are going to increase, especially in children who are more sensitive, their skulls are are more sensitive to the radiation, Um, people will be experiencing heart palpitations at higher rates, there are memory and cognitive problems that are known. They were known at the 2G level. There are sperm changes and infertility, headaches, migraines, ringing of ears, ADHD uh, that might, you know, become inflamed more, you know, more obvious. But the real, the real hidden kind of agenda that I think that people aren't talking about is this thing that the military is using it for, which is mind control. Because these things can play with your the frequencies of the brain, and you can start thinking thoughts that aren't your own. And so, whereas TV was, people thought of TV as, you know, television, where it was kind of, the information was coming through our senses through the eyes, this is going directly for the mind. And it's it's pretty scary considering that most people don't wear an etheric helmet over their heads. Um, and it's really interesting when I started researching this, I thought, boy, wouldn't it be great to have this helmet or, you know, people talk about tinfoil hats, but I recall going to an energy worker years ago when I was, when I was healing myself, I healed myself of, of an autoimmune disease. And this is what I want to talk about eventually because we all have the power to, um, transcend what's happening to us as a humanity here on earth. So it's the bigger picture I always talk about. It's not the details because we get lost and bogged down in the details and we really need to connect the dots to look at the big picture. And that's what I do in my writing. I start writing and it just flows out. So I was, I had seen this energy worker a long time ago. I was healing, you know, aligning my chakras and clearing my system, my energetic system. And she said, you have this helmet on your head. And I said, what? She said, I I see this. You came here with it. And I said, well, take it off. I, I want to be able to see because so many of my friends could see through this third eye, you know, that we all talk about, the pineal gland, and having that open so you can see see the energetics around us. And she goes, well, I, I'm trying, but I can't. She goes, I said, why can't you? <laughs> you know, you're – you're the reason I come here. You know, why can't you do this? She said, because the screws are screwed in from the bottom. I said, oh, so I put it there. She said, yeah. So for all these years, I was wondering, what what the heck? Why did I put this here? Why can't I see? Why I have been a seer, supposedly, in previous lives, or what we call previous lives, I think times time is happening simultaneously. All time happens now. Everything happens now. Um, so different timelines are going on, like 1500s are going on right now. But, but so if we can think about that way, 
I just thought, why did I do this? And and now I realize I am so glad I have this helmet on my head. <laughs> uh, so when it comes to so in addition to these frequencies, I'm, I'm glad you, you have the helmet on your head. And how can people <laughs> develop their own helmet? Well, that's a good question, and that is where we need to go because we are energy beings. We're beings of of frequency. All everything is energy, and we can use that part of us, that part that we've not been told about um, and we've not been um, nurturing, to help us because. In all healing, which is, you know, how I discovered my gifts as a healer, I realized I had to understand how our energy system works. And some people talk about it as the chakra system, um, which are seven chakras aligned along our endocrine gland system. And so those spin, those are called wheels of light, and they spin. And I'm sure your audience knows all about this already. (laughs) But if we can align those, in a way that they're all kind of working together. And that allows the energy to flow through us as energy beings, so it connects us to source, which is creator source, which is uh, which which we're connected to through our higher self. And most people are not even connected to their higher self. So the first thing to do is get connected to your higher self. Because when you can do that, and you can do that through meditation, you can do that through being in nature, nature shows us who we are. We are part of nature. And so we watch nature. We watch um, how nature is self-regulating, self-sustaining, and self-healing. Well, that's what we are. We've just not been told that. So we have to, in order to see that first, change our perception because everybody tells us that we are not our own healers, that somebody else holds the keys to our bodies, that there are gatekeepers for our health and they wear white coats, and they have degrees, and that is not the truth. This is all a distraction. And so, you know, these dots that we're facing, the dots that I like to connect, they're all distractions. They're made to bog us down and keep us from understanding who we really are and how we heal ourselves because this is what exactly we're going to have to do. The people who talk about the Ark of the Covenant being the one thing that will save humanity, well, I believe that's inside of us. It's not, there's nothing outside of us. Nothing. I I wonder if the idea that saying, well, if you're your own healer, well, that, well, geez, I'm sure the pharmaceutical industry is going to have an issue with this. Like, no, no, because then you're not going to give us money. No, we're your. Exactly. They, they're not going to like that message, but as long as they can control your mind, you know, and you believe that, that's what you're going to support. You're going to support that system and that structure, uh, which is part of the beast system. So if, if you know, you know about the beast system, which people talk about as the computer system, the grid, uh, part of the matrix, the, the banking system, it all connects. And... All of this connects to what's being rolled out in 5G. This is like the last missing piece that they want to put in the grid. Yeah, that will have total mind control. Cause I, you know, I find it really interesting that they're waiting for 5G to come out and to get people to, you know, to, to think a certain way. Because I feel like most people are sheeple. They're just they, they're kind of on a low, weird frequency. They don't really think for themselves. And now they want to use 5G to get them to get, to get them even more 
to become sheeple. So I, I don't understand. I mean, I, I, haven't they not uh, have they not accomplished their goal already? I mean, they really need to implement this. So I'm curious as to why. Well, I mean, that goes another that that means we have to connect another dot. <laughs> um, so it's like there's so much to discuss. You know, it's we're focused on 5G and it's it's a great place to focus but just for a moment you know it's they want to they want to keep us distracted in all the new gadgets you know you have to upgrade everything's um planned obsolescence you can only have it for a certain amount of time and then you have to get a new one it's all about this consumerism and i call it the planned obsolescence of health because nobody's considering what it's doing to our bodies, our minds, our souls, and our spirits. And this is the alignment that I like to talk about. We have to be aligned, not just in our chakras, but body, mind, soul, and spirit. It's the evolution of humanity. You know, we're, we're a singular expression of consciousness in our bodies, but we're not our bodies. We're also part of this huge you know, greater consciousness that that is everything. You know, in Christ, I'm not a Bible scholar, I'm not religious, but I believe in Christ's consciousness because of that message. And he, Christ said, Christ's consciousness says, the kingdom of God is within. We all forget this. Catholic Church doesn't teach that anymore. And so everything we need, like I was saying before, is within us. I think that's the Ark of the Covenant. So we have to get away from everything we need being outside of us. I mean, the dangers are outside of us for sure. But if we can protect ourselves energetically, we can create these energetic screens, if you will, or, or um, you know, cocoons, or however you see a protection. You could be like – That's yeah, exactly what I want to ask you about. I want to ask you about energetic protection. So because – you have the, the metaphysical and you have a holistic approach to things. So what are three things that a person can be doing right now to protect their body, to strengthen their body? And what are three things that they can be doing right now to strengthen their spirit? Is it a chakra alignment? or So I'm just curious. So like three things for the, about the body and three things about the spirit. Okay, let's see. Three things about the body. I'm going to put a pen in my hand because I think better with a pen. <laughs> um, I think for the body as a healer, I always say we are, you know, thyroid disease is an epidemic. That was my own autoimmune disease. So I say iodine. Iodine, thyroid disease is iodine deficiency disease. So how do we correct that? We take iodine. Now, most of us, we started civilization along the shores, along the oceans, where there was a plentiful supply of iodine in the fish and the seaweed. The Native Americans, they settled along the shores for that reason, and they put fish heads, they planted fish heads in their um, gardens along crop lines so that their gardens would have iodine because you don't have it necessarily in the soil, especially now. We don't have it in the soil. So iodine, I would say get a really good quality detoxified iodine. And there's a group, I mean, I'm not connected with any groups. I don't have an affiliate link for this, but uh, I prefer the Edgar Casey version. There's a version that Edgar Casey he um, in one of his his um, you know hyp- hypnosis or the readings. what do you call those channel readings? Yeah, readings. Yeah, when one of his channel readings, he talked about how to do this, how to how to magnetize it or let, use the electromagnetic 
uh, energy to create this detoxified iodine. I really like this. It's like three drops a day in a glass of orange juice. And that will protect your thyroid from all this radiation that's coming. Um, and, you know, you're not going to protect all the organs from all the radiation because there's cesium, there's uranium, there's other things that could potentially harm the body. But thyroid runs your metabolism for every cell in the body. It works at the level of every cell. So your body, you will do much better if you can get iodine in your body. So that's the long explanation for that. Uh, other things to do is, is get a really good source of fat because your body needs good fats, essential fatty acids for your brain to be able to think and keep your mind active. And, you know, every cell in the body, all your cell membrane brains are made of um, fat, essential fatty acids. So really good, you know, DHA or EPA, those essential fatty acids. I know the UN is trying to come up with standards at this time. I have friends at the Health uh, National Health Federation who are at the Codex meeting currently, and certain forces are trying to decide what um, EPA levels and DHA levels should be in baby formula. Everybody wants to push this baby formula because they don't want babies to be fed through the mother, mother's milk. It's the best source of all those nutrients, including essential fatty acids. So they're trying to decide what, you know, don't let other people decide for you. Just know that you need essential fatty acids for your body. Um, the third thing, um, I would say just eat really, um, you know, close to the earth as possible. Eat vegetables, eat plants, herbs, use herbs as teas. I'm not going to say a specific thing, but, you know, sometimes the herbs or plants in your yard are telling you something. They're there because of a resonance of your, they resonate to your frequency. They grow there because you need them. So, for instance, the last two years I, in my backyard, burdock was growing all over the place. Some people think that's a weed. It's not. It's got amazing health benefits. It's it's a plant of nature, but it's it's a healer, and it it heals. Um, it helps with kidneys and liver. It, it's a blood cleanser, a purifier. It, it's a lymphatic. It helps the lymph what's, system cleanse what's itself. This, this is burdock root. Burdock Bur- root. Burdock root. Maybe we should all start planting this. And if you if you're in your house and marijuana starts spontaneously growing in your backyard, what do you think that's an indication of? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a plant of nature, and it's your it's it's yours. It's telling you come and and get to know me. And I don't believe in all those. You know what? There is nature's law and there is man's law. And man's law is subservient to nature's law. I agree. I think man's law is awful. Nature's law is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, there's universal law and nature's law is part of that. So, you know, God's law, universal law, nature's law. And then at the bottom is man's law. So we could go on to the three things, how to protect yourself energetically. Um. So, again, I think getting a close connection to yourself is crucial because when all the lights go out and a lot of people are predicting that the sun is not doing so well. (laughs) And if the lights go out for three days or three weeks or whatever, you're going to have to come to some um, ability to center yourself, to be calm and to – not what do you get mean caught the up in the chaos. Sure. What do you mean the sun's not doing well? Is it, it's going to go out? It's going to. We're not going to have sunlight. 
I don't. I guess that's an, another article that I wrote. Um, there is a sun simulator in the sky that they they put up. Um, I think Germany put it up a couple, maybe last year, 2017. I I wrote about it in one of my articles, uh, recent articles, and this sun simulator has been um, noticed by people who are filming the sun. It's it the sun is simulator is actually set in front of our normal sun and what it's there for we don't really know is it there to hide the sun what's happening to the sun people are saying the sun is actually dimming it's decreasing it's like that's why we're heading toward a global solar minimum which means we're heading toward a cooling cycle not a global warming cycle so they've been telling us the opposite of what is really (laughs) happening and this sun simulator blocks the actual sun so there was a place in Russia that for three days or for a, a period of time went black in Russia, and they didn't know what was going on, and then suddenly it came back on. Well, the, the sun simulator is an array of bulbs, and if those bulbs go out, parts of the Earth are going to actually, you know, reflect that by not having any light. That's wow. So th- there's, there's, you can search this, and in, in fact, in Wisconsin last year, they did a drill here on what would happen if we had, if it was just complete darkness. So that was really bizarre. I mean, they're doing drills uh, based on this scenario. And I don't know if Wisconsin is situated in a, you know, in a point underneath the sun simulator that would affect us if something happened to that. But there's all these things that are trying to distract us and, and make us worry and make us fear. So that's the other thing I wanted to say is, Try not to be in a frequency of fear because, as you know, and as you've talked about, this matrix system feeds on fear. So be in a state of gratitude, which is this is the perfect holiday season to talk about that, Thanksgiving. We should be in Thanksgiving every day, not just one day I a year. I completely agree. And as of right now, I mean, we're recording this on Black Friday and they're showing videos of people who just sat down to be thankful for what they have and they're attacking people for material objects. So I don't know, it's it's kinda of, I think it's kind of ironic and entertaining, but like painful entertaining, like just oh God. So Well this is showing kind of you know, if people believe that we've had pole reversals before when everything was wiped out on the earth and the earth had to basically reset itself that the Hopi believe the Hopi people believe that we're going into the fifth world this is like a pole reversal that's this is the fifth time it's going to happen and the destruction of these global events this, this global destruction events were not really due to earth changes or astronomical phenomena but because humans disregarded the planet mother earth and 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 the spiritual dictates of the creator. So, so you're this we, has happened you know, before? Yes. Is this what your article was about, about uh, Atlantis? You wrote this really amazing article about saying is America becoming the new Atlantis and talking about previous civilizations. So what gives you indications that, that this has happened previously? And if it's going to happen again with us, will the cycle continue again? Will humans reincarnate again? Will we keep on going through this until we, we learn a lesson, I guess? Well, I mean, there's prophecies, and some of my more recent articles on the Atlantean uh, article talks about these prophecies. Um, a Hopi talk about 
this going, we're going into this fifth world. And let me just read something that I wrote. The Hopi people believe that we have suffered three previous world cataclysms. The first was destroyed by a fire, a comet, asteroid strike, or a number of volcanic eruptions. The second world was destroyed by ice, great ice age. As recorded by many cultures around the globe, a tremendous deluge destroyed the third world. These three global destructions were not the result of merely random earth changes or astrophysical phenomena, but of humankind's disregard for both Mother Earth and for the spiritual dictates of the Creator. In other words, cataclysmic events in the natural world are casually, causally connected to collective transgressions or negative human actions. So what you're seeing have to play out. People are would kill to get to be the first to buy this new electronic device. This is exactly how the previous cataclysm, cataclysms have come about. Because people disregarded the, the, the yes. Because we're humanity, our consciousness, we're not evolving. We're devolving. I completely and, um, agree with you. I'm so glad you said it because I, we've had we. we We've talked to a number of people who say, no, it's wonderful. We're going into this wonderful new age of peace. I'm like, what are you, nuts? Are you crazy? I mean, I'm sure five yeah. years ago you used to have a conversation with your neighbors and say, hey, how you doing? They would say, I'm doing fine. And now you talk to your neighbor, hey, how you doing? Da, da, I don't. You know, different reality. So, Well, you know, this is not... I mean, people have to look around and open their eyes. You know, it's the only with the, you know, you can see if you open your eyes. Or what is it called? How do they say it in the Bible? Uh, with those that eyes can see and ears to hear, so many people are not really opening their eyes to the truth about what's happening around them. They're buying into the propaganda that we are going into this beautiful new age. But no, none of our actions reflect that. We could do that. We could change everything right now if this stopped right now everything happens in real time and some people say that the reason that's i'm glad we talked about the sun simulator because some people say that on an energetic level that simulator is there not just to hide the sun but to prevent us from reaching those sun's rage because those frequencies of the sun actually help humanity with our upgrades our evolutionary upgrades our energetic upgrades that we need and if that weren't there we would be exposed to those frequencies but the chemtrails have somewhat some people say the chemtrails or geoengineering also prevents us from receiving those frequencies but this sun simulator i don't know that's pretty nefarious to me so is that, is that a man-made thing is that something that people created or is that just um something completely different it's a man-made thing it's okay. it's completely they have a technology and it's a very very bright sun it's a white sun so if you look in the sky you used to see a golden sun and now there's this white sun and some pictures show like if you there's some youtube channels that focus on this topic and they'll show the picture of this white sun with a halo of golden around it mm-hmm. so that's the real sun behind the white sun the sun simulator so you see the golden we sun. Have a fake sun right now basically we have both <laughs> We have both, and and sometimes you can see them setting differently. Really? You can see one set before the other, but people aren't focused in the skies. They're they're looking, you know, on their phones, at their TVs. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I don't know. I, I find this guy so interesting, and the quality of TV programming over the years is just not at the point. The, the sun is so much cooler. But that's just my perspective. I don't know people have different things. I, this, I, I would love to see some pictures of this. I would love to put this on your the show that we're doing. One of the other articles I found pretty interesting is saying that I guess there's this crusade towards one world religion. I'm wondering why is that happening? Is that a means for the people of the world to to finally put humanity in this maybe this long held dream that they have of you know global tyranny where it's one government, one religion, and everyone has a solution that we're united, but they're really controlling everything. I'm just curious what your perspective was on that. What your article highlighted. Yeah, it's this idea that we're headed toward uniformity instead of unity. And that's what this article talks about that I wrote. It, and the Catholic Church seems to be in charge of this message of all, you know, instead of government, it's the Catholic Church. And then when you go digging deeply into it, you see how government and the church are really one. And it all goes back to the Jesuits who are really in control. And the Jesuits have... Um, are basically Freemasons. They're the builders of government and religion. And so the Jesuits have this agenda, and it's promoting this transhuman or AI agenda. And the AI agenda is not just um, us being chipped and connected to a computer mind, <laughs> which, you know, all of this 5G is, like, leading us to that in that direction anyway. But it's it's a threat to... It's showing us that they're threatened. This, this group of people, this Jesuits, I don't believe are completely human. I believe they have come here as higher dimensional beings and they kind of, they either embody, they're either embodied in the people who run the churches at the highest levels, um, or they're just a group behind those people or, you know, behind those people. Um, they, they run the church and that, that their, their agenda is an alien agenda. So they're trying to promote this idea that aliens are going to be our saviors and they're coming to save us. This is the next thing that the Catholic Church is actually promoting. Right. I don't know, in, in my article. Because, you know, I, I always think the Catholic Christian Church, because they have, they're so moral. Because even all the things that they're doing with all these pedophiles, they're so moral. They're such a moral group of individuals. Jeez. Yes, yes. They're, they're not really oh. human. I don't know. So they're, they're well, really they don't have a heart. <laughs> they so, don't have a heart. I don't know. It's just interesting. I mean, I, there are people, uh, some family members, friends, who they are devout Catholics. And they seem to, to be doing very well, or at least they seem very sweet. But I wonder, I mean, I guess individuals are different, but at the, at the core level, you, why would the, the Catholic Church want to push this uh, the alien agenda? Um, well, that goes to back to Freemasonry. These people, their god, their little G god, um, is the Baphomet, and that's who they worship. This is what the Freemasons kind of promote, and it's an androgyne. It's it's both male and female. It's genderless. So these Jesuits that are interdimensional beings that run the world, they are wanting all of us to conform to that. So, yeah, we could have spent an hour talking about the lead-up to all of this, and you can read it in my article if you want, sure. but that's what they're pushing, a genderless society, and we see that in how they're changing the laws so that, you know, uh, birth certificates and license, licenses, now you, you can check the non-gender 
you know, a non-binary checkbox if you want. Um, they, these are all, it's all purposeful. It's all by design. And movies and TV have been disclosing this truth all along. They, they have to disclose it because this is a free will universe. So they put the, they put this out there. And, and now it's pretty blatant. You see a lot of focus on transgender. People are coming out in the modeling industry and, you know, the new and up and coming Hollywood elite are all transgendering. They're transgendering their kids in front of everybody. It's to, it's to make it the new normal so that people aren't surprised by it. But, you know, one of my articles talks about that this is where we're going, where the church is trying to promote this alien agenda. In fact, the church leaders have all said, uh, aliens are coming to save us. They don't believe Jesus is an alien. So there's, they're telling us that do not follow Jesus. Follow our saviors, which are going to be alien. They're pushing us away from Jesus Christ's message. And their God is going to be an androgyne God. Okay, so this God, so, when you say this, this God, what, what will it do? Will, will it come here and have like, mystical healing powers? Will it be able to have telekinesis? What is it about this particular God that is going to, I, I mean, captivate the people's attention in hope or fear? It's, it's all a fear-based um, paradigm. And like I said, there's movies that show this. Well, so it's going to happen better than I could explain it. If you go to the Chronicles of Riddick, there's the series on TV or in Netflix. I don't know where it is. I don't watch it. But it's the Chronicles of Riddick. I watched part of it, and it shows you what's going to happen. They're showing everybody. That's disclosure. The disclosure is not coming out of the sky necessarily, but it will eventually. They'll they'll create a fake alien landing so that they can transition people because people – like even Trump said, we're going to need a major event to unite this world. He said that. He knows what's coming. So I'm not, you know, I'm not saying he's good or bad. He may be a good guy in this situation, but he, he may be warning people, too, for people who can connect the dots. Look at what the Catholic Church is doing. They're all promoting aliens. They have an observatory called Lucifer, and they have... I know, it's kind uh, of ironic, right? Ron- <laughs> yeah. It's not ironic because it's truth. It's all there. It's there for us to see if we have open eyes. And so they're pushing this agenda. And one of my articles talks about this guy named Naughty Beaver. He is a YouTube channeler, and he has pulled all these dots together. I have made a summary of his his video series. It's excellent. Everybody go to YouTube, look up Naughty Beaver, um, he talks about this Vatican disclosure that has already happened, and and he he shows us a timeline. He says um, the Vatican will deny Christ three times, and then the invasion of Earth will occur in 2021 during a magnetic pole shift when Earth's shields are down and when a great war is brewing in heaven. So he has taken... Nostradamus's prophecies and connected the dots because his story is amazing. He he was actually he's actually got Nostradamus's original book which came to him by synchronicity. And in the book there's a picture at the end of this guy in a beaver pelt with a scar over his head and 
and images that describe his life. And he realizes that that's him, that he's meant to send this message out. Wow. And, yeah, it would so, be amazing if you could talk to him. Yeah, we'd, we'd like to have him. But, but let's just elaborate because I'm sure people are going to have a question. So in 2021, there's going to be a pole shift, and we're going to have – is it going to be an authentic alien invasion? Or Dr. Greer, we've had on the program before, says that we're going to have a false flag. He said it's the final false flag It's because we've actually had the technology that the aliens already have. We've replicated it. It's seamless. We won't know the difference. And they're going to utilize that as a means to get us in there into this false intergalactic war. And according to Dr. Greer, the aliens that have already been visiting this planet or the extraterrestrials have come without any hostility. They said they could have blown us up and killed us so many times over, but they have an incredible amount of restraint. He said only man-made um, aliens and UFOs would have the notion of attacking us. So I'm curious what your thoughts are about that. Yeah, I agree with him. I do. I think they'll use CGI, whatever technology they have, to create a false flag event of an alien landing. And um, what Naughty Beaver talks about, he, he connects the dots between the Bible prophecy, Nostradamus prophecy, and the galactic alignments. Because Nostradamus looked at the stars and, and, and could see, based on those alignments, when things would be happening. So he didn't identify any date specifically, but based on the galactic alignment. So what Naughty Beaver says, his timeline says, according to the Bible, Satan is cast down to Earth March of 2021, um, March of 2021, which is three and a half years after the great sign in heaven. That great sign appeared September 23rd, 2017. So we're looking at this Satan figure probably coming into the Vatican as the new Pope. Um, around May 2021. And then he says that by 2024, the true poles will reverse to cause near destruction of the earth. That would only happen if humanity is at a point again where, you know, God the creator says this is not happening again. Like the alien landing, all this, this has happened before. And this cannot continue. This this does not evolve human consciousness. So this is where the hand of God comes in. The creator says, we are not going down this path again. So it would be for humanity's benefit that this happens again, because we do not want to go down this dark road of AI. It seems that we're already there. I, I wonder how people are saying, well, we're going to go work. Like, really? Well, how much worse can we possibly get? Every phone call is intercepted. You know, you've got all these different people. There's the, we have an entire global economy that is based on debt and death. So, you know, things are going to get progressively worse. Well, I, I'm always wondering, well, why didn't this happen before? You know, what is this, you know, third-rate, uh, quote-unquote, God doing, you know, hanging out there, allowing this to happen? And another question I have for you, Rose, is, is – a lot of people, they look at the Bible and they say, okay, well, this prophecy is going to come true. That's going to come true. What about people who have no uh, regard for the Bible? What about people who say, well, you know, that's just a bunch of something that people just put together. It's been changed, modified over several years. What is it about the Bible that has such a strong insight into what will happen, whereas maybe other cultures throughout other course of the, of, of the earth have other insights that may be considered more advanced in the Bible? I'll give you an example of this. You have cultures all over the world that simultaneously were building pyramids, and they were probably building pyramids before the Bible was even written. So they had this incredible 
insight, knowledge, and technology, yet it was unbound, did not have anything to do with the Bible. So, again, I come back to the question of what makes the inside of the Bible so bounding or binding to human history that it has more validation than other cultures, other civilizations? Um, I, mean, I, didn't, I, I think I would agree with you that there's more than just the Bible to look at. The Bible was written by men, okay. you know, long later than Christ's time. In fact, Jesus, the letter J was not even around during Christ's existence. So um, there are truths and falsehoods in everything. We live in a world of duality. So everything has, it's a paradox of both good and bad, truth and and falsehood, and the Bible is the same. So there are truths in the Bible, but there's also lies in the Bible or deception so that you get confused. Um, There are also the Sumerian tablets that people can look at or the Gnostic tablets where they talk about the truths as the pantheon of gods, little g gods. The Greeks did that. The Romans did that. But there's also information in the stars, the solar system. Like, people have connected the dots between the planets and the gods, as Jupiter is Zeus, really. And even in the Bible, Christ says, "You, the only way to the Father is through the Son, which he's referring to himself, but also we have the sun in the sky. So... If there's the Bible is a metaphor for something much greater, and that has truths in it, but we are part of nature. We are part of this whole existence, so we have to look at the big picture. We can't just focus in on one book or another book, and when you connect these dots, things start to become very much more clear. The last pole shift, pole reversal was 13,000 years ago, and people who say the, the ones who build the pyramids were not the Egyptians. It was the Atlantean priest, Thoth. And at that time, all of mankind's memories were wiped. So we don't have a memory of what happened. There are beings that do, though, and those are the ones that control this world. So what I'm saying is some of us now are connecting the dots from information that was taken from us. And if we can get that message out to people like Naughty Beaver is doing. I mean, when I saw his stuff, I knew. I resonated so strongly. with like, this is the truth. Um, and people can take that, what I say, with a grain of salt or not. But I say, do your own research like I did. Just do your own research and start going down that rabbit hole because TV is not going to save you and the government's not going to save you. The government's bringing in a new, um, amazing sky show you're just going to be in awe of. I, so... All right, we've talked about the the dark aspects, the controlling aspects, and even though I, I tend to be a, um, I, I'm curious about this, I want to look for the positive things. What do you see as as positive developments in the future of humanity, or is this not something, or, or are we not going to see a positive day? Are we just going to have a handful of human beings that are aware about this, that are kind of like the the movie Three Hundred? We have the Three Hundred Warriors. They know they're going down, but they're going to stand their ground because they refuse to to die in a lie. So, I mean, what does that mean for us? What does that mean for the people who are aware? Is there any chance that we could see a, a beautiful reality, or are we just going down knowing the truth? That is a beautiful question, beautiful way to kind of end, wrap this up. Yeah. Because we have to see that we're more than the body, more than the physical. This world is more than we see. This is a world of duality. We live in it, but we're not part of it. We're not of it. 
we're spirit, we're eternal light beings living on this finite planet. And we have to have knowledge of that our power is over fear, that don't have any fear about what's going to be happening because the great American Native American black elk said this. I just have this in front of me right now. Every truth comes into this world with two faces. This world he means is the binary world, this duality world. Those who embody fear and hate will suffer. Those who embody love and healing will transcend to a higher frequency density. That's what we need to know. Like we're in the seven years of what the Bible called tribulation right now. And we need to grow up. We're the children of the Bible that the Bible talks about. We need to grow up and become sovereign beings who don't require church authorities to tell us who we are. So we have to abandon the dogma of the church. We have to connect the dots and and connect to each other like we're doing here, like we're talking about this. We need to connect to each other and face what, what and who we are so we're not afraid. Because why are we afraid? Because we don't realize we never die. We're light beings who never die. So if we want to help humanity rise to the next level where we can be in our true kind of form, we're here to make sure that happens. We've only forgotten. There's a reason why our memories are white. Because these beings that want to come and control this planet, they don't want us to evolve. Because they're afraid of us. I don't understand why, why they would be afraid of us. When it comes to these beings that want to um, come here, I, this is where I – another question I have is, again, talking to Dr. Greer, talking to some other people who've had direct contacts with beings from other planets, they all say, well, you know, we're going to stand away and see what happens to humanity. Humanity's going to do it on its own. There's some kind of universal code for all the other civilizations out there that say we do not interfere with other evolutions. And that is never really settled with me because I'm like, this no. I don't think so. I mean, it seems like humans especially are always intervening in all different affairs. They're intervening in the planet. They're, they're choking the planet. They're intervening. They, you're harvesting the animals. And they're always getting their hands involved in all these different things. So why would other civilizations outside of there not want to you know, impose their will upon us? So what I'm wanting to know is are we having any type of intervention from beings uh, that could have peaceful intentions for humanity. Is there a counterbalance from the manipulation of extraterrestrial beings that want to harm humanity with extraterrestrial beings that maybe want to give humanity a standing chance? That maybe would give humanity some technology or some inspiration or some higher conscious beings to kind of rally and give us a chance against this? Because if we're, if it's just the people right now, the sheep on the planet against, you know, the 5G network against the fact that they don't have any form of critical thinking against the massive technology that none of the governments have, but the technologies that these extraterrestrial beings have, what chances humanity have? Do we have any other external beings out there that are willing to fight with us that, you know, that are going to completely knock away that supposed law of non-intervention? Yes, I think there are benevolent beings uh, definitely out there because they're talking about a great war in heaven. You know, the Bible talks about that. Uh, prophecies talk about that. In fact, there are people on YouTube who are showing through looking at the satellite images of space that they're seeing these little dots crossing the moon in these high, high numbers, which appear to be an armada of shadow ships around the moon and so they're saying this moon 
they're they're you know aligning the forces, which would mean if they're preparing for war up there, you know, in our skies. People say, as above, so below, and we're preparing for war down here. Do you see this connection between the skies and what's happening here? It's like what's happening in space is war means there's good guys and bad guys. So if there are shadow ships around the moon arming themselves, that means there's another armada of ships, a positive armada that's coming in. And I think what they want to do is protect this planet. They can't intervene because other beings are not allowed to intervene from my understanding, in what happens to humanity. We humans have to, like I said, stop being children and, and uh, reclaim our sovereignty but why, and own who we are. But why, would they, why are they not allowed to intervene? Is, it, is, is there some kind of, is there some universal being or some, you know, we talk about source, we're all from source. Does this being known as source make itself known to all of its creations and saying, look, you know, you know you're from me. But I will make myself known and I will eradicate you if you interfere with other forms of civilization. So what makes those other civilizations outside of the earth bound by that rule of non-intervention? Well, I think they, there's non-intervention until it comes to an extreme where they may have to intervene. But that is up to us. We, like We can ask for help, but it's all us. And we are connected to God, so do we really need somebody else to save us it's like earth is her own consciousness she is a powerful being she's like a goddess if the planets are all gods you know if people connect the dots to planets being gods they have power they manifest themselves they can manifest themselves as in human bodies if they want to and earth can do that too she would not let something destroy her because she's powerful, and we all are powerful. So, yeah, they would be up there showing us that, come on, you know, figure out who you are. You are powerful beings. People who call themselves star seeds, they're not from here. In fact, I don't even know if any of our, us are from here because we are souls in these bodies. We're just using these bodies as vehicles to play this out so we can advance the humanity. If that's the case, we're like... You know, we're like the Sims players in the Sims game, the digital games, the computer games, that our controllers are our higher selves. That's outside of this matrix. This is a possibly a holographic matrix where we're playing this out. Everybody has a role to play. So that's what I would say that this isn't the end-all, be-all. We are here playing roles to advance our own humanity, our own civilization, and other people, other interdimensional uh, beings are here to remind us of that. But we all have to connect to each other and work together for our, our, our evolution, our benefit. Do you feel that you're from here, Lindsay? Yeah, I, I know that I'm not from here. I, I don't know exactly. I, I've been told I may be from Polaris, the North Star. A lot of a lot of souls come from other places. And we're ancient beings, all of us. And we come, I mean, not all of us are old souls. Some of us are newer souls. But we're here temporarily in these bodies. And I think what we want to do is Earth is a very special place in the solar system. There's things happen. That's why everybody wants to be here. Everybody wants why? a piece of it. What is it about I, it is like I don't know. There's there's something special life wise. It's it's about advancing all life. I don't. It's it's the connection where it is in the 
in the grid, you know, in the whole solar system that's related to the central sun. It's like a special, special offspring. You know, it's a special planet. And could that be human yeah, idea? Could, could it be the human the idea that you know the, the idea of it being special comes from a, a human idea? Because humans are very self-centered; they think that they're the most important people in the universe. So, is Earth really that important, or do you think it's more of a human idea? I think, from what I've read and listened to other people say, it's it's got something special. That's why everybody wants it. Everybody's here. We're trying, and maybe it's the focal point. It's an it's multidimensional, though. Remember, it's not two D. It's not three D. It's multidimensional. So people who talk about flat earth, it's that's a psyop. It's it's they it's the people who want to take us backwards, who want to devolve us, who want us to make two D earth really. I mean, we're at least a three D earth, a planet, and actually those are both distractions to talk like that because we are multidimensional beings on a multidimensional planet. We don't see everything that Earth is. And we want to move to the next higher. I mean, we're talking about human ascension, really. And what does that mean? Does it mean we we go to 5D? Does it mean we go to 12D, 13? You know, who knows? We don't have a memory of really who we are in these bodies. But we know that there's something more than this. So we need to ensure that that, that we keep moving in the right direction. That's what I would say. Miss Roseanne and Lindsay, I want to thank you so much for being with us today, sharing your thoughts and wisdom. I could have talked, could have talked to you a lot longer because there's so many other things we didn't get a chance to talk about. And I want to let everyone know we can learn more about you by going to your website at natureofhealing.org. Learn more about uh, Roseanne's naturopathic medicine. She can talk to you about a customized health plan, detoxification, getting rid of those energy leaks, thyroid healing, holistic coaching. If you go to her testimonial page, uh, Roseanne's got a ton of wonderful people out there that have said a lot of great things. And I want to let you know that in the course of doing the, the show, Roseanne came on our show actually about three or four years ago. We had a really great experience, and this time around was even better. And we regularly read her articles. So I have to say, Roseanne, you're making a lot of excellent contributions to the, the consciousness movement. It's a great honor to have you with us. I am so happy to know you, Ryan, and so grateful for what you do to get the messages out there. I'm just, thank you so much. Welcome. Okay, everyone, that concludes today's edition of the Outer Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show. Special thanks to our wonderful guest, Miss Roseanne Lindsay, and special thanks as always to our virtues, Miss Carrie O'Connor, Miss Lisa Kaza, and Miss Constance Dellis. To learn more about the Outer Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show, please go to our website at OuterLimitsRadio.com. Until the next time we meet, my friends, I wish upon you an abundance of peace, love, and beers. Take care, and thank you so much for listening. <laughs>